Hello and welcome or welcome back to Fancy Brother podcast. I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and this week we have a super exciting episode for you. This is a Fancy Brother first of a two-part episode. You can head to the Brazilian point of view for part one of this episode but today we are chatting with Anna Tayati all about the complicated relationship that Gen Zers and some millennials have with social media and how that has been changing and shifting throughout our life so far and how we think it might continue to shift so please do enjoy this episode with Anna but for now let's hop into our intro. Hello 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 I am back I am recording this intro on the day that this episode comes out because I forgot to record it before I left for my holidays so I'm currently in a farmhouse. Um, I'm on holiday with my parents in the most gorgeous house I think I have ever stayed in. The view is absolutely unreal and the, I just can't explain how insane this house is. Like I reckon it'll be on our on our feed this week on Fancy Blather. So to see what I am living with, I've got the, my parents were so kind to give me big massive room and it's got this big massive bathroom which is actually probably bigger than the studio flat I lived in last year with this gorgeous bath that is to die for so stay tuned on it fancy about our Instagram to see more I might even do a little TikTok tour of this gorgeous house but I am currently recording from the um wardrobe <laughs> yeah I feel like the acoustics in here are killer like I'm just sitting inside this wardrobe and I've put my phone torch on above me for lighting and I'm loving it. The only thing it is missing is that my headphones aren't working properly, but that is what it is. And also, I just really want a handheld mic because I don't, my mic is not a handheld one, but I just hold it all the time. And it's kind of stupid. Like, I might as well just have the handheld one because it would make the audio sound better because you probably hear me moving it around just now. But anyway, that's my life update. Um, I leave for France in six days. Which I'm just going for like five days or something, maybe six days. I'm very excited to get some sunshine and to speak some French and eat some delicious food. And I'm going to be in Edinburgh for a while too, for a couple of days before and a couple of days after, which is exciting before I head back for work. But I'm just enjoying my restful time. It's been really nice. So that is the life updates, which kind of leads me into my small wonder of the week, which is having a view. There is something that is just unbeatable about being in a house with a view you do not need to leave the building because everything you could ever want was right there <laughs> I just and you couldn't see the view from the bath you can see it from your bedroom you can see it from the shower and it's like because it's a secluded kind of place like it's not like very public it's not like people are like watching you in the shower so you can have the blinds open and I'm just I'm living for it because we have a view of um Loch Linny and um, the hills around it and it's it's stellar it's stunning so that is what um, I'm loving right now it's my small wonder I am currently engaging with I'm back on my reading grind after giving up I must confess on Daisy Jones and the six I just I'm sorry for people that love it I could not for the life of me get into that book so I might have bought some new books on um in Tesco which I'm really trying not to buy new books because I have this rule that I have to read things first and then decide if I want to buy them so I like get it in a library but 
I don't know I was just feeling the need for some new books and instead of taking my Kindle I've taken a bunch of like paperbacks this holiday which probably wasn't my brightest move, move but also like I don't really want to support Amazon so you know it's a hard one and um, so I'm currently reading The Paris Connection by Lorraine Brown it's a fairly new novel I'm not too far in yet I'm probably like a couple chapters in and so far I'm really enjoying it and I feel like my reading kick has been renewed by this book I'm feeling I'm feeling inspired again to read and I'm enjoying reading again which is fabulous so I would highly recommend checking it out if you're into that kind of light read sort of vibe I suppose can't believe that she just used the word vibe seriously but you know first time for everything so the small business of the week is a business which I really am, want to go and check out when I get to Edinburgh and um, there is a a collective that just opened in Edinburgh not too long ago which I've spoken about in the podcast before called the egg community and they host different small businesses at different times and it's insane it looks it's I've been once and it was spectacular and right now they have this vintage shop in called fifth season vintage and I cannot get enough of their Instagram their pieces are stunning they have stuff on depop which is just fifth season they have their own website with some things. I'm particularly in love with like the trousers that they have just now. And I am very much planning to go and see their pop-up at the egg community. And I did get paid recently, so it might do a little bit of a dent on my bank balance, but I'm not mad about it. So highly recommend checking out the fifth season vintage. They have this gorgeous lilac um sparkle skirt currently on their website, which I am in love with. And also these like wool trousers. I know it's not really wool trousers season. We're actually coming out of that season. But I just love things like that. So that is what I am loving at the moment. So that is our small business. I don't know why I keep saying that's what I'm loving. That is our small business spotlight of the week. So check it out. And then for our poem of the week, I couldn't find the title of this poem and when I can't figure out what the title is I just go with the first line in the poem because sometimes that's what people want their poem to be titled so I'm calling it We're All Afraid of the Dark but it might have a different title but I can't tell. Um, But it's by, now I'm going to have to apologise in advance for my pronunciation of this name because I'm not sure I'm going to do it justice but I think it is Luhazan, Luhanza J. Widuranti, Luhansa J. Widuranti is what I'm going with. I could be totally wrong, and in which case I sincerely apologise. Um, and her Instagram is ljw underscore poetry, which I highly recommend checking it out. So this piece is only it's a couple months old, but you know me, I find everything through my hashtag. So it's called "We're All Afraid of the Dark." We're all of the afraid. Uh, really <clears throat> we're all afraid of the dark and there are no two no candles not even a match to light a small temporary flame there's no gentle light here but there are bonfires they burn bright feeding off hate and dried hope we flock to this drawn to each other's pain each other's desperation we add more every passing day even though it hurts to stay close to it. The flames lick sky high. It's fueled by the sort of hate that scorches through blood and bone. It's a soul-deep ache that longs for stolen happiness. With every scream, every tear, 
our very blood and every breath we take, we will seek justice. We'll seek what is owed to us. So let me say this. We will not worship you. Your pedestal belongs to us and our rage will break it. We will burn brighter, faster and for as long as it takes for us to set fire to your shadows. So we get that by LJW underscore poetry. Okay, so for this week's charity, I decided that we should go with a youth mental health charity based here in Scotland, based off of the fact that this episode is all about the impact social media had on our minds now, but also particularly when we were teenagers and going through adolescence, and part one kind of delves into that as well. So the charity I chose is called Young Minds, and it's just youngminds.org.uk. And Young Minds is all about helping you to understand more about how you're feeling and find ways to feel better or people who want to support someone who's struggling, then they can help you. You can look at it if you work with young people, if you're a parent or if you're a young person, they have incredible resources for all of those things. If you're trying to figure out how to help a child in need, whether that is your own child or a child that you work with. And it also just gives a lot of really informational advice on mental health for which is aimed particularly at younger people to help them understand things in a way that makes sense with a lot less medical jargon so I actually think it can be really useful for everyone and they also do things for schools which is incredible including like training and resources and the ways you can support them is of course by donating you can join the movement you can volunteer you can fundraise you can go to events you can check out their shop and purchase some merch which obviously helps them to get more support to give more support to more people but basically they're just all about fighting for young people's mental health so like I said it's young minds and it's just youngminds.org.uk but now let's hop into the episode hello Anna how are you doing today Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Part two has arrived, everyone. If you're coming from Anna's podcast, then welcome. If you are not, then you need to go and listen to Anna's podcast. It's essential. So do you want to shout out part one first? Tell them where you can find it and then get into your elevator pitch. Yes, of course. So we recorded part one. So this is coming out Monday. So last Tuesday, part of social media on mental health and growing up and how we did like growing up without internet and without social media and how great it is. It was. But then like we also talk how it is these days with kids and teenagers with social media and how crazily different it is. So you can find my podcast pretty much everywhere, but I guess mainly on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. So what's up? My name is Anna. I'm 26. I have the podcast called The Brazilian Point of View. I talk about so many things. It's not even like a niche that I have. It's just like crazy all over the place. But um, 
I would say that mostly I focus on culture, not only my culture, but I do episodes focused on specific countries and cultures. A few months ago, we recorded, me and Kirstie, we recorded an episode about Scotland who turned out amazing. <laughs> so go check that out as well. But that's pretty much it. That's my elevator pitch. <laughs> Perfect. No, great job. So today for everyone listening, we are going to chat about our experience with social media right now and kind of how we we have navigated the social media world in recent years and uh we'll just jump into it I suppose so how do you feel about social media currently in your life like what role does it play now and maybe like compare that to like your early 20s like what is the difference I absolutely despise social media. I think that the online world is so boring because I absolutely know that none of that is true. So these days, honestly, I just do my best to keep away from my phone, my social media. Literally last week, I decided that during the whole afternoon, I'm not even going to check my phone. I'm just going to do like my stuff. Even if I like I'm bored, I'm just going to like draw or paint or do whatever. Like, I don't want to look into my phone. I recently also deleted TikTok because that was taking up so much time. And um, I don't know, like I get super upset when I look like on Mondays, you know, like the iPhone is like, oh, you spent an average of three and a half hours a day last week. And then like I stopped and it was like three and a half hours a day is just like so long. And now like two weeks, I spent over 24 hours, I'm bad at math, but at least 24 hours on my phone, like losing life. And that's crazy. So I, I hate social media. I try to keep away from it, but it's funny, like my, like the beginning of my 20s, early 20s, I was kind of obsessed with social media and trying to look cool. But I feel like this is a very <laughs> early 20s thing to do as well. So it's fine. Yeah, no, I would say that my journey journey is kind of similar in a way. And in a way, it's different. Like for sure, my early 20s experience was exactly the same. I definitely went through a period of time where I was full on like addicted to Instagram. I haven't really experienced the TikTok thing because I have never really fully delved into TikTok. I think I've only ever once watched TikTok for a long period of time. I have been trying to utilize TikTok from a business standpoint, but in terms of like personally, I have no idea. I don't understand it. Like I don't understand the app and I, I haven't really, yeah, I've never I've kind of been cautious because of the way that everyone talks about it. I will say that YouTube is some, but in my opinion, YouTube is more like entertainment than social media, but it's kind of both. But Uh, I I don't even count YouTube as social media. Okay. Because I definitely like, I love watching vlogs (laughs) and things like that. And I like, I would not deny that fact, but I, yeah, I went through a period of time where I was addicted to Instagram and like, especially to posting on Instagram and it, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And always like when I was doing stuff and trying to make my life look better than it was, and then went through like a hard period of my time, life period of time in my life where I didn't post anything. And then I think from there, I've just kind of, and especially since like starting a full-time job and having a lot less free time, 
I don't post very often. Like I'm, I do still like to post and be on social media occasionally, but it's not such a fundamental part of my life. Like if tomorrow Instagram was to disappear, I would not be devastated. Whereas if you ask like 21 year old me, it would be a totally different story. But I, I do like it for certain things. I think it has pros, but I, I do still find it very complicated to navigate. And I, yeah, I kind of avoid it a lot. Like I don't use it very much and I focus a lot more on using my free time usefully. And obviously I'm in a job where it's not an option to have my phone available during work. And on my lunch break, like I just want to talk to other people unless I'm checking my emails quickly. But other than that, I don't really look at social media until maybe like the evening. And even then I would rather watch TV, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Like Instagram can be so addictive, I guess, like social media in general. But uh, do you remember like it was kind of the end of last year? A whole day, Instagram stopped. Yes, you I remember do. that. It was so magical for me. <laughs> I do. I was, I'm like, pretty sure so like Facebook happy. would start dying was, like, as no well. No pressure. Yeah, I remember. I remember Facebook being down as well. Nobody noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. everything was down. I was actually so happy. I was like, oh my God, there's I didn't no notice. pressure. Like, can you feel it? I was so happy. Yeah, I kind of went through. I was going through a period of time then where I wasn't really on social media a lot. So I actually didn't notice. I didn't, I didn't notice until I went on Twitter like three days later and saw it. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like everyone was talking. No, about it. it was, was so like, awesome. And I had no idea because I didn't go on at all that day. And I was like, that's so funny. I feel totally clueless. Like yeah. I was just living my life. Like I think I went out for like a long walk or something and I didn't, I had no <laughs> idea. I was like, whoops, I missed that. Like not bothered, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I just yeah. think like the one the main like but I wouldn't again I suppose it is technically social media the main app that I utilize nowadays is messenger and like that that's not really in the same way do you know like what I've noticed though because like people that live in Europe I feel like they use messenger a lot and then the U.S. and Canada is very much iMessage because ah, all of them okay. have iPhones. Yeah. But then here in Brazil, WhatsApp is a thing. See, and WhatsApp actually, is from Facebook. Yeah. So it froze as well that day. It was insane. Yeah. It was See, amazing. I actually think that Britain uses Messenger. But I've noticed that people in your other European countries actually use WhatsApp more than Messenger. Like, I feel like the UK is more Messenger than the rest of Europe. Yeah. Because a lot of the rest French of Europe. French as well. Yeah. A lot of the rest of Europe. French though, as well. Voice, yeah. 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 A lot of the rest of Europe use voice notes on WhatsApp. Like, that seems to be like a lot of my friends that are like Italian and stuff yeah. will send me like <laughs> voice notes on WhatsApp. And I'm like, what is like, I'm the first time I got sent one. I was like, what is this? And now I love a voice note, but I do still, <laughs> I do still use it on Messenger. Like, I don't, I'm not really a big WhatsApp person. Yeah. Um, here we, we are very big on WhatsApp and then we send voice messages all the time there Mm -hmm. are people who don't like it but I think it's so practical and you can even like fast forward like one and a half and two so it's like so practical but yeah I only communicate with my French friends through messenger and like this is literally the only reason why I have messenger on my phone because otherwise it's just like no one is even in Facebook anymore at least here in Brazil so 
we are very much like just for... Instagram, TikTok. I only use Facebook for Facebook groups. Like I have like because yeah, I, because it's older people that run some of the things that like for instance like my triathlon club that I'm a part of is run by like the generation of Facebook so they're all the club information is on Facebook so that's why I use Facebook for the only other thing that I use Facebook for is people's birthdays I really I really love that feature because this is like a really good tool this is a really good tool every time like is is today that person's birthday and there's like no way that I would know and then I go on Facebook and there it is the answer right there it's like like, perfect honestly like I remember going to work the other day and it was one of the girls' birthdays and nobody noticed. And then somebody was like on their phone that morning and was like, oh my gosh, it's this girl's birthday. So then we were all like, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, see, she would have spent the whole day with no one wishing her happy birthday if we didn't have that. So that's like, that's honestly what yeah. I use it for. I don't post on, I because obviously when it first was a thing, Instagram didn't exist. So I used to post like on Facebook regularly. The only other thing I use it for is to check in on my parents because when they're on holiday, that's where they post their photos. But like, they're the only yeah, people yeah. that I actually look up on it. Like I don't look up anyone else or share articles occasionally, but they're the main people that I look yeah. at when I go on Facebook is my parents. I don't think like my dad was never like a social media person. He mm. isn't oh, in no. any social media. He hates all of them. But my mom, she's just like Instagram. She left Facebook really? as well. She's not really into that. Yeah, crazy. Like see? so like contrary to other moms I know. Yeah, but see? yeah, I just use for Facebook groups 100%. Yeah. Well, both of my parents are not, they're not big on social media at all. Like my mom definitely uses it more than my dad. But all my dad does on it is post photos. Like it's literally like as if it's like a data drive. And only because like his friends are in it so like they can get the photo or like my mom is in it so that and it's just like a way to share with his friends who don't live near us and we don't see often but he does not he rarely I think he's posted like one post ever and it was like a poem he wrote about a like and it was about something going on in the world so it was kind of like to do with like a world I think it was a while like years ago like to do with a war and it was a poem he wrote and that's like the only time he's actually posted like a status like he never but my mom's quite big on like checking into <laughs> places. It was so funny. My mom's like big on checking into places and things like that. But nowadays she probably more like she uses Messenger definitely as the most. But she she has Instagram, but she like never uses it. And I think she only uses it sometimes to, like look at what we're doing. You know, like I don't think they have it for any other reason. Yeah. So I don't even think she has yeah, a no, my mom's a very big yeah, no, my mom's like an Instagram person for sure. She's always checking everyone's stories. She's <laughs> posting stories of the things that she cooks. So She's not, funny. she doesn't post, mm-hmm. like do posts a lot. It's mostly like Instagram stories and that's about it. But my dad, I think that he's, he has this phobia kind of almost <laughs> of like people knowing what he's doing. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, now that I'm thinking, I'm kind of scared that I get this from him because I don't like people to know exactly what I'm doing. I like to be kind of like, and not like anonymous, obviously, because I'm right there. But I don't like to like tag places. I don't yes. like to post absolutely everything. I don't know I'm kind of like yeah the same with like I don't the know. I'm not like stuff. huge on super huge exposure yeah yeah I do sometimes 
but like I'm not the happiest doing it (laughs) yeah like especially when like snapchat's got maps I like never I've never had my maps on (laughs) like that just like make me makes me uncomfortable I'm like I don't need those people the only maps thing I have on is one that my family had like an app and it's like me and my parents and my brother that we have so that if we're ever in danger but it's not like nobody else can access it apart from those people and it's purely so that if we were ever in like danger or went missing or something then there might be a way to locate us that people don't know about so that's the only thing that we have or it's good if like I'm meeting my parents and they're driving to me then I can like see where they are on their journey kind of thing but I don't yeah I don't have it with anyone else like not even friends because I don't I don't know I just feel like it's like a boundary and it's so different with your family because it's more of like a safety thing but I I just don't feel comfortable having that available to the general public I'm like "Mm, that's weird you don't need to know no for sure honestly like snapchat is absolutely dead here in brazil oh, yeah, it's been too. dead for quite a few years and uh, this location thing we have the the um, there is this location tool on whatsapp mm-hmm. so if we need to share location when oh, yeah, we yeah. are going out or something we do for a specific amount of time because I don't know I think that this is very generalized at least here in Brazil I would say entire time I think but me particularly because my family can be quite nosy yeah so <laughs> like you know where I am like I'll tell you if I need to but you don't have to be following my steps because I did this once like back in 2017 and my mom would literally track my steps like she would be on the app looking at it like oh where she is like and she literally know knew like where I was because I told her so like, yeah great. I'm not like big because my parents tracking my parents anyone like it. I don't actually have to know yeah that's fair because I don't mind having my parents on it because they don't use it like they only use it if they're concerned. Like they have never gone on it when they're not concerned or if I'm like meeting them and they want to know how far away I am, but they wouldn't go on it just randomly. So you have like, I'm not, or like if I have a flight, they might like track the flight kind of thing to make sure like I get there safely. Yeah. But they don't, they don't utilize it. But I remember I used to have like it with friends. And I remember like one of my friends once like text me like, oh, are you at this place? And they weren't there and they just seen it at my location. That was like just really creepy to me. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to do this. Like, that's weird. Yeah. And I was like, I know you're trying to be funny. Yeah, but that's actually, I, I really makes me very uncomfortable. So I don't have it with anyone but my family. And honestly, like my brother's like is never on anyway, but I don't care where he is. Like, unless I need to care for safety reasons, like be where you are. But no, I agree. I think it's such a, but on Messenger, actually, you can do the same thing. You can share your location and oh yeah you can yeah and I I only ever do that if I'm like trying to meet someone and we're like like I remember it's like trying to find my friend's house and it's like really hard to get to because Google Maps doesn't take you to the right place so she had to like share her location for a little bit so I could find the correct way to drive to her house because on Google Maps it doesn't come up so it's good for that or like if you're trying to meet someone and you're both at like different spots but you can't figure out like you can't find anything like physical to use to be like well I'm here so I think it's good for that but yeah I agree I don't Mm -hmm. I don't like it being regularly available yeah no we do I do this with my friends as well like for finding where they are like 
because I can't find a way or anything. We share our location. Yeah. It's like, but it's on WhatsApp. But I don't know. I feel like it it kind of is like not even my mom's fault because she's kind of a control freak. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I honestly had to set like very hard boundaries. I was like, mom, let's stop for a minute. Take a step back. This is not normal. Okay. <laughs> like I'm safe. I'm chill. If I'm unsafe, I'm going to let you know, but you know all the time where I am. And this yeah. is like crazy, but I don't know, like, I even have, like, a little bit of phobia of people knowing my moves all the time. Like, I I can't be that public or anything no. on Instagram. And it goes, like, both ways. I don't even know. I don't even want to know what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Like, unless, like, it's, like, my friends. Yeah, yeah sure. I, I want to know what my friends are doing and all of it. But, like, people that I haven't talked in years, people that I'm not super fan of, or most celebrities I couldn't give like less of a shit of what they're doing yeah exactly I totally agree yeah and I don't like the thought of like feeling like I'm being constantly watched like that just makes me uncomfortable like I don't I don't and I also think if somebody is posting every single thing unless of course like I understand that some people's jobs is to post on social media I'm not saying that's not their job but I also think that if you are posting every single part of your day, you are not enjoying your day to its fullest because every time you post it, you're not experiencing it in the same way. It's the same as like taking a photo of a sunset. Like you are like, it's fine. I will take one photo and then stop and enjoy the sunset because the photo of a sunset is never, ever going to be as good as the sunset happening right in front of you in that moment. Like you cannot capture a moment like that as well as you think you should be able to in this day and age so sometimes it's like why bother like if you want to have one photo to remember it then go for it but then stop and be like okay well I've got the one photo now I'm going to live in the present moment because it just to me that really bugs me especially like people on nights out take like 500 million videos on their snapchat like back in the day and like well were you actually present for any of that No, yeah, honestly, like I went to the museum the day before yesterday, for example, Mm -hmm. and like the museum was like so gorgeous, amazing stuff and all of it. And I was having like a really nice time with my friend. Honestly, I uh, really wanted to take pictures because the uh, whole situation, the whole arrangement they had in the museum was going away like in two days or something. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, I took pictures and everything, but I... I didn't post at the time that I was there. So it was like a very instant stuff. Like, oh, let me take a picture. And then like, I would put my phone away and then yeah, exactly. enjoy the moment and post it later when I was at home and it wouldn't like affect my time when I was there. And this is like what I mostly like to do because I even feel bad if I take like the time of the whole situation that I'm at to post on social media. It's like, it's not going to make so much difference. No. And I also think like, that's why I particularly love like film photos, because I also think it's nice to take a photo because you want to have it and you want that to be passed down or be part of like your memories and potentially be like something that exists within your family in the future and something you can look back on with your friends and with your kids, but you don't want the whole world to exist and see it. And I think, yes, sometimes you post it, but I think there's something particularly like special about 
the photos that you love, but they just don't belong on the internet. And like a lot of my family photos, like don't like all my childhood photos are not on the internet because that wasn't a thing. So I think it's so important to have that. No, yeah, I love film photos. We have like huge drawers here at home, like we're full of film photos. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because last year I decided that I want to take film photos just like honestly in the beginning, just because of the aesthetics of it. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, because it would be fun because I wouldn't know like how they would come out later on. And then my... Um, mom she told my uncle like he's quite old and his answer to it he like he questioned he was like why would she want that when she has a phone like how sad is this by the way like yeah he, he he's supposed to be like encouraging it not like yeah what, you have a phone whatever like I want give me give me the camera let me take some pictures please the same like I used to have I lost it but I used to like have a tape player and I used to like listen to that instead of like listening to music on my phone sometimes because it was like well all I want to do is listen to music and I don't have to be interrupted but by, by all these other things happening on my phone because this device exists for that one purpose and I'm personally not much of a like I mean I like a playlist but I'm not much of like a, I'm happy to listen to an album all the way through like I am okay with that so it works for me and it's the same like when I was a kid I used to love walking around with like my portable cd player and it was like I was only enjoying the music like I was not like oh I've got a text I'll just reply to that because then it's like you're on a walk and you're listening to a podcast which is fab also you should take walks where you don't listen to anything but also it's like are you just listening to the podcast or are you like actually going on Instagram and doing that and then taking a photo and then posting it and how much have you actually just enjoyed your walk you know what I mean when people talk about hot girl walks I'm like yeah but do you need to document that you went on a walk like, does everyone need to know that every time you want to walk? Like, you want to post about it? Like, I don't, I don't really get that. Yeah. So yeah, there are some things that I do that I take a picture and document, and then I get so mad at myself for doing it. Then later on, I'm like, why did I even do that? Like no one needed to know that I was doing that. Like I can't mad at myself, honestly, for doing this type of things because they, they really bother me. Like I am, I have been trying to be more present for the past few years, honestly, especially with the pandemic because we've became like so addictive to like social media and all to be with friends and oh, I got it so much worse. <laughs> Yeah, the one that annoys me that I do is taking photos of food. Like, why am I doing that? And don't get me wrong. Some of the food that I have eaten in my life is beautiful. But am I going to want to print that photo out and show it to people in the future and show it to my children? Unless the food is that gorgeous that I need to have a printed photo of it. Because that's what I try and do. I try now to only take photos of things which I would like to print and have in a physical album. Because otherwise, it's like, why am I taking a photo of this? Like, this is stupid. And it's the same with, like, selfies. And I, like, I don't mind a selfie, but, like, I used to take far too many. And now I take some. But I am also kind of like, am I actually going to want this in the future? Like, what is the point in this? Yes, it's a confidence booster. So by all means, like, post it. But I think it's just, like, it has to be an awareness 
with that of being like, do I actually want to store this on my phone? Because if I look at like first year, like me when I was 18, like my photo album is like full on selfies. Like it's like miles and miles of them. And I just go through and I delete most of them. So I'm like, I don't need all of these photos of how I looked at that age. Like just one or two is fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I only take pictures of food when they're like very aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. But like if I post on my Instagram stories, I delete from my personal album because they're like, why would it be there? But uh, like on selfies, I'm not a fan either. But I do like to take like a few pictures of myself, like in mirrors and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I keep them because I like to think that one day, like, a few years from now, I will look back and I will yeah. be like, mm, I was hot. Like something like this. Yeah, you no, know? I get you. Like I want to have like <laughs> that thing. Like, look how hot I was. Like, I know I don't look like so much right now, but I swear I was really gorgeous. One day. No, <laughs> like, I, I totally get you. Like, I just want to keep track on that or something. I totally get you. And I feel that way way more when I have a photo that's like facing me rather than like, as in like an, an out camera rather than like a selfie camera like I feel like oh I look hot like way more when somebody else is taking the photo or like even if it's I'm not gonna lie like even if I set it up on a tripod but it's not like the front facing camera I prefer it because it just feels more like real because I even though I know that on a tripod it's still a little bit curated but I just feel like when it's a selfie it's so so like perfected it's like you're trying to get this angle and this lighting and all these things and make your arm not look weird and you're mm-hmm. to get your arm not to look weird you have to do the most uncomfortable position and stand in a way that you would never actually stand in so it's just like it's completely logical so I feel like it's like something I'm I'm still working on because I'm not gonna lie like I don't live with someone else and I don't really want to ask people to always take photos of me but I feel like it's better to get it from the yeah. camera but no um we have spoken a lot about like the cons of social media but what would you say are some of the the benefits or some of the like pros of social media that you have experienced or what do you think could be a benefit of social media? Honestly, I feel like the biggest one is to keep track of your friends' lives mm-hmm. because during the pandemic for a good three months, I decided that I wanted to leave Instagram because it was like, soaking up all of my energy and I Mm -hmm. did leave but a week in and I was like this is like so sad because I have like no idea what my friends are doing and we don't want to be texting all day and like a lot of lots of people post on Instagram stories and all of it so I created this alternative Instagram that is only like for my closest friends Mm -hmm. and that's where I keep up with my friends and it's really nice because a lot of them they live overseas so it's kind of like easier than just like keep up because the time difference like you can always like call them or anything so I would say that this is the biggest benefit yeah but also like finding out new things and maybe new hobbies and stuff like there are some benefits I would say yeah for sure see I'm gonna come at the benefits from two angles So I think the benefits, like personally, I completely agree. Like from a personal aspect, the ability to stay in touch with people is so much easier than it used to be. 
And I still, but personally, I still love snail mail. I don't care. I love writing letters. I love receiving a letter. I think it's way more meaningful than receiving a text. However, if I'm trying to organize, like going to that country and I'm going to be there to see that person, that's a lot easier to do in a message, like a text message back and forth than it is to be sending letters back and forth. Like that's when it becomes more practical. And I love it in terms of like being able to have video calls and see that person and connect with that person who is so far away. So in terms of keeping in touch with people, I feel like that is the best thing on a personal note that I've, and I don't even know that it's necessarily for me, the Instagram of things, because something that frustrates me about that is when I'm like, see my friends, sometimes we have nothing to catch up on because we've seen it online. And they're like, like I had a friend once, I was like, oh yeah, I saw that on Instagram. And it's like annoying. Cause like, but you didn't really see what I was doing. Like you don't actually know the whole story from Instagram. Whereas like the ability to stay yeah. in touch is so beneficial. But then the other benefit from a different perspective is the like, it's kind of a business benefit, but it's a little bit more than that. I think there's an incredible opportunity in the social media space to, I suppose, not like, and I don't mean business as in like business, the industry, but like career to insert yourself into conversations and into industries in a way that was not possible before in terms of like getting your foot in the door used to be so much harder than it is now in in some ways it's way more difficult now because everyone is doing it and everyone is doing the same thing so you need to stand out and it's hard to stand out because now they all companies have access to like way more people in terms of like they've got worldwide access online but it means that you don't have to have gone to the best college you do not have to have got the best grades in the world to get the job you want to get and you can network so much more efficiently with people from all over the world without needing to travel which I think is a massive advantage in terms of like diversity within companies is way more improved there's still ages ago especially in the social media industry there's definitely like a lot of like problematic issues within it but I think it really gives opportunities to people that didn't exist before and I think that's like a massive benefit that is not necessarily always appreciated about social media no yeah that's true I never thought about this I guess like in terms of opportunities and practicality like there's only pros of social media but I feel like anything that goes beyond that is just like too much and completely unnecessary if you think about it at least like this is like kind of how I see it but like I said I'm not like a big social media person (laughs) no I totally agree and I think that's the hard thing is it's kind of hard to network in this day and age without social media So there's almost like that pressure to be on social media. And I actually have a friend who doesn't have any social media that's 21. And I'm not going to lie, like I was pretty shocked to find that out because I have never experienced somebody of that age who does that. And she also doesn't drink, which again, I have nothing, no problem with. But it's just so bizarre to me that like those are two things that I would never imagine like a 21 year old would be doing. And she lives a happy life. Like She's totally happy in her life. But it's funny because a lot of people would say it's like a red flag that somebody doesn't have social media. 
you know when you're dating like you often say oh they don't have yeah social media. i've That's seen that because you can get like information yeah, yeah so i've it's... seen that it kind of makes sense from the point of view where you want to look for the other person's social media yeah. i've been through it i've been through it and it was so annoying till these day till this day it's been four years I haven't found one social media account from this man and like I have no idea what like who his friends are like where he goes like like nothing absolutely nothing no info on his life but also how amazing is that like no one can know anything about you except for what you present to other people so it sucks for me because I was dating him but it's good for him (laughs) like I wish I was like that exactly but I do feel like in certain industries, especially, you almost like could not make it without social media. Like, I think like with if I was just working in education and not doing the side projects I do, I could absolutely exist without social media. But like my podcast would not go very far without social media. Like the charity that I find yeah. would not go far without social media. Like it would be impossibly di- like not impossible it'd be incredibly difficult to market because this is free marketing and that didn't exist before so I feel like that is one of the things that sucks is like you feel Mm -hmm. like you have to be on it but then it's like having that balance so the next thing I want to say is like what are the boundaries that you set like what are the kind of boundaries you have within your life in terms of social media like you obviously said that you are deleting TikTok is there anything else that you find worked in the past or like that you do now that you feel has benefited you yeah honestly like my biggest thing is that I mute everyone Mm. on Instagram stories everyone that I follow pretty much I just leave like very specific people like my friends um honestly like even my family members are mostly like (laughs) muted because I I don't I don't know like I'm not a fan of uh, I hate it it loses so much of my time but I mute pretty much everyone so this is like considering like that Instagram stories are pretty much live Mm -hmm. so this is like a big thing I would say just muting pretty much everyone. I also sometimes mute people from my stories because I'm (laughs) like, you have no business here. And this gives me peace of mind. But also I like to live on Facebook like we talked about earlier Mm because no one's there. So it's very peaceful. So it's (laughs) nice. But also I have a Twitter that is closed And I only have one friend on Twitter. The rest of them is just like for me to catch up on things and see like memes and Zodiacs things Mm -hmm. and like really nice things that just to pass on time, but nothing serious. And I can't talk about my life and no one's ever going to read it except that friend. So Mm -hmm. I find it very peaceful I try to keep my social media interactions quite peaceful so it's like the less social that I can get kind of (laughs) no that's amazing I feel like for me one of the best things I ever did was I because I have a my personal account is private 
and on Instagram because obviously as an educator like that is part of my job description like I have to have a private account um and one of the best things I ever did was like going through that and unfollowing tons of people because before I had a private account I used to just like accept anyone Mm -hmm. follow back everyone so like going through and unfollowing people but also like taking them off of following me like removing them from my following list and trying to change it and like I'm not gonna lie I'm not finished because I really had far too many like thousands of people that I'm like I don't even know that many people in my real life so it's still a process because I started in the pandemic and now obviously I have a lot less free time than I did like during the lockdown so um I am still in the process of doing that but I basically go through I've been going through and removing people who I don't know from my follower list as well as like from following and also people that like I don't need to know anymore do you know what I mean not just like people I don't know but people who I've not seen since high school like I don't really need to know I am somebody though that I don't like to delete too many people because I believe that people can become useful again in the future but I might mute them rather than like unfollow them but like I will unfollow like loads of people and I yeah I don't follow like any maybe like one celebrity and only for like album updates like I don't really follow them for any other purpose but I don't really follow many people other than I'm not gonna lie like yes I do follow some influencers but they're all like youtubers like I don't think I follow anyone who's not a youtuber but again I don't really I don't actively seek out their stuff but I that is something that's made a massive difference and I do not accept either people that try and join my private account unless I know them on a personal level and it might be like if they've been a podcast guest it kind of depends on like how much we've spoken and things like that as to how I feel about it because it might just be that I'd rather just follow each other on a podcast account because it makes more sense so it's just like doing that in terms of like trying to group my life I can't remember the term for that there's like an actual saying for that but it's gone so we'll just Mm -hmm. pretend that I knew the saying but I think that's made such a fundamental difference and I also have very strict rules especially on weekdays with how often I access my phone never mind like social media like I as soon as I arrive at work and I have a rule I do not look at my phone until I'm ready for the day and I've like eaten breakfast and everything because the worst mornings are the ones where I go on my phone for half an hour and then I rush to get ready and I'm like why did I do this to myself again and I have not started my day off effectively and as soon as I get to work I because I might like look at my phone on my walk to work especially if I'm listening to a podcast but I try just to listen to the podcast and as soon as I get to work I put my phone in my desk drawer and I turn it off so I don't actually have physical access to it in any way and then occasionally at lunch especially because I obviously have a lot of job applications in the process at the moment I will check my emails but I do not check and I tend to do that before I go to the staff room just in case it's like not a good email and I don't really want to process that in front of other people but other than that I leave my phone for the whole day so I don't look at my phone until at least three o'clock if even then typically I don't look at it until I'm leaving work because I want to be fully focused on my work which has been so important because at uni like I was terrible for looking at my phone during uni and not paying attention and I had to set like an intention of like not having my phone out in class but now I yeah I don't go near my phone until probably five o'clock and then then I normally at five o'clock I will do my like I almost do like a I don't know half an hour situation on my phone and then I don't really look at it again unless it's messages until the next day so I have quite a strict 
routine with it, which has been like really important. Like obviously the weekends it's different, but on the weekends I try and socialize. So I don't look at it when I'm socializing. Obviously I don't look at it when I'm recording or if I'm doing anything with other people, I'm not on my phone. So it's made such a big difference just having those rules. And I never look at it late at night either. It's another rule. I have turned off by like 8 p.m. because I don't want to ruin my sleep. But yeah, I think that um that about wraps up this episode. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I was like so good. <laughs> I'll look into my phone, honestly. <laughs> See, I think it's just a work thing, though. I think for me, the ma- like if I didn't work in the job I did, I think I would be on it way more. I think because the job I'm in, I have to be so present for, I have no choice. But, and it also would set a terrible example for my, ch- my children that I teach. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think that is a fundamental reason why I'm not on it a lot. And I have to say, but I do have to say, like I kind of have the same rules when I'm traveling. Like, I don't really... I don't really go on it much when I, especially like if I go on like a staycation, I don't, I only take it for the Google maps. Like I just need to get around. I don't need it for much else. Maybe like my bank account, but I, I try and travel with like a disposable camera or a film camera for that purpose. And maybe post, like I take like two photos from mm-hmm. a trip and post those. And I'm like, that's done. Like, I don't need to take more. So yeah, no, but yeah. I think, I feel like we've, we've basically covered everything. So Thank you so much for coming on, Anna. It was lovely to chat with you again. Oh, thank you so much. It was good. Like, I had so much fun. Good. Um, it was really nice to record, like, these two parts sort of episode. It was really, really fun. And if you've forgotten also and you're listening, if you've forgotten and you've listened to part two, you can always go back and listen to part one now. You don't have to do them in order necessarily. So if you are listening now and like, oh no, I forgot to watch, listen to part one, go and do that now. It's Brazilian point of view. You can find it anywhere. Go and check it out. And yeah, follow it on, it's on social media. It's on Instagram. Is that right? Yeah. yeah so there, go it's fo- on go Instagram, the Brazilian Instagram. POV podcast. That's like a positive account to follow. So especially, cause that's the other thing, like you can get inspiration from some social media yeah. accounts and like the Brazilian point of view and fancy a brother too accounts where you will get like meaningful posts so that's like where you want to be if you want to be on social media but I totally understand if you don't after this conversation <laughs> but, <laughs> because it does seem a little bit hypocritical I'm now shutting out social media accounts but that's life you know <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for coming on and thanks everyone listening and um, you'll hear from me with Naomi next week thank you bye Okay, thank you so much for listening, everyone. That is the end of this week's episode. Don't forget to tune in next Monday for a fun episode with Naomi. It's a it's a cracker. We've already recorded it because, like I said, I'm on holiday, so we did batch record. So you can look forward to that. And yeah, while you're waiting for that, go and check out all of our content on Instagram at Fancy Blather, on TikTok at Fancy Blather. I'm really working on like finessing that at the moment or you can head to our website fancyblather.com and please do share the episode review our podcast and let everyone know we're trying to grow our audience and show support for our audience we may have some community things in the works so stay tuned for that 
But for now, have a good week. See you later. Bye.